Hola amiga, welcome to the Amiga Arise podcast. I'm Priscilla Gomez, your host and hopefully an amiga for a journey of learning, growing, and thriving. I'm a licensed clinical therapist with a trauma history of my own, but I was transformed by the call that God has placed on my life. And I'm here to share how the clinical world taught me how to begin my healing process, but ultimately only God was able to heal the darkest areas of my past. Amiga, I know you are smart, driven, successful, and ambitious, but yet there seems to be something missing. You might be wondering why peace and joy are lacking in your life. Amiga, welcome. I can bet you have walked through some dark paths yourself, and maybe you're wondering if God is even real or why suffering exists or what your true purpose is here on earth. Amiga, I hear you. But if you're ready to take a deeper look, find freedom, and step into flourishing God's way, I'm here to lend a helping hand as you step into your healing and your faith-filled life. So open up that journal, pop in those AirPods, and take a deep breath. We're about to embark on a beautiful journey of arising to your true self. Hola amiga, welcome back. I hope you've had a great week so far, and you had something to take away from last episode talking about rest and restoration in the practice of solitude and stepping away from things and timelines and obligations and the haste of the world of endless media. Today, I'm going to talk to you about boundaries and how to say no to things and why boundaries are important to honor yourself, to honor those around you, and even to honor God. I'm reading this book right now called Boundaries by Dr. Henry Cloud and Dr. John Townsend. Um, And the subtitle is When to Say Yes, How to Say No to Take Control Over Your Life. And I'm just finding this book so fascinating as they are relating how physical, emotional, and spiritual boundaries are all actual commandments of God as well. And I want to read a small passage here for you, God and Boundaries. And they state, the concept of boundaries comes from the very nature of God. God defines himself as a distinct, separate being, and he is responsible for himself. He defines and takes responsibility for his personality by telling us what he thinks, feels, plans, allows, will not allow, likes, and dislikes. He also differentiates himself as separate from his creation and from us. He differentiates himself from others. He tells us who he is and who he's not. And I just feel like this is such a great introduction to who God is, but also a great example for us to reflect on and meditate on. Are we being clear with those around us? Um, And are we taking full responsibility for our own personality? Are we coming out and being truthful and honest about what we think, feel, plan, allow, will not allow, and our likes and dislikes? It is our responsibility to tell other people about our boundaries. Other people do not know our own boundaries. And if we don't state them out loud, how could they know? right? I am guilty of being a people pleaser and wanting to say yes to people so that I could be liked and um, thought of when they make plans. And I, I had to overcome that. I had to come to a place of there are times where I need to say no for my own physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual 
well-being. It took a long time to get there, but it is such a gratifying experience to know that I can differentiate myself from those events, from those responsibilities, from those expectations when I say no from a place of genuine uh, limit to my capacity at the time and a genuine yes when I am all in for that project, for that responsibility, for that new job, for um, an outing with a friend or, or a gathering of friends. For the sake of today's episode, I wanted to bring it back to the basics and talk about what is a boundary, right? The definition of a physical boundary is a line that marks the limit of an area, a dividing line, or a limit of a subject or a sphere of activity. So what does that mean for us as a person, as a human? We create boundaries between what when we end and when someone else is engaging or entering into our sphere of activity, right? We are allowing certain things to come in and certain things to go out. Like we're giving out and we're receiving, but we are the ones responsible for drawing the line between the two, right? It's easy to see the physical boundaries of a property line, of a of a store, you know, from this point forward, you're entering the store, or home, whatever it may be. But personal boundaries are not, at, they're not visible. We have to make them visible and known through our words and through our actions. To simply state, there are so many ways we can talk about this, but we can even break them down into three categories. Physical contact, verbal engagement, and personal space, right? What are your boundaries when it comes to your comfortable comfortable ability <laughs> um, with physical contact and physical touch? Um, I grew up in a culture where we give hugs and kisses to everyone in our family when we are entering a, a social gathering, a family gathering. And I know that there is a lot of Um, discussion points on that as to you shouldn't force a child to touch or hug or kiss anybody if they don't feel comfortable. And I agree. Now, to undo that cultural norm is going against culture that is in front of you. And it's going to feel uncomfortable to say, hey, actually, if my child doesn't want to give you a hug, that's okay. She can just say hi. But then that's an investigation that you need to undergo yourself, right? Is is the value of giving your grandparents a hug and a kiss important to you? And if so, what does that mean if you are to have children and they don't want to do it, right? There's a whole journey to go on. Um, I'm not saying that you have to make the same choices and decisions as myself, but there are decisions that you have to make and all of them come with consequences, right? So learning what you've learned to see what is useful and helpful in your life now is important for you to investigate and unlearning the things that were hurtful and harmful um, and continue to be in your life is something that now you have to take ownership and responsibility for. I've said this 
and in other episodes before. Of course, I do not condone the abuse or of uh, abusive behavior of others onto oneself. But when those abusive behaviors begin to penetrate our thought process as if we have no responsibility moving forward, then we stay in a place of feeling as if we are a victim when the incident is no longer happening. Again, I am not saying that there is no suffering, there is that there is no healing to come. Of course there was suffering, and of course there is healing to come from those events. But we cannot stay in the place of, well, because of that, I'm like this. Well, you can't stay in that place, and you can stay there as long as you like. But the truth is, the cyclical patterns will continue to happen because you haven't addressed the healing that needs to occur. And so as a result, we can have some very unhealthy boundaries and we will say yes to things when we actually really want to say no. And what we actually do is place ourselves in some unsafe emotional spaces, unsafe physical spaces, unsafe sexual encounters, workplace encounters, and the misuse of time. Right, So when we're not able to differentiate ourselves from others, from the workplace, from the time commitments, then we bleed out into the world, so to speak, as a wounded individual because we haven't been able to say no to the things that we need to say no to. So what does that mean? That just means being clear about emotional hurtness or physical hurtness when the time of the injury occurs. It doesn't mean swallowing it and holding onto it and allowing it to build up and explode two months, three months, five years down the line, you know, whatever that time limit or capacity or limit you have. So when there's an emotional disagreement between you and, and a partner or you and a relationship and a friendship, if someone does something that brings something up to you, it doesn't mean that it's their fault <laughs> that you're feeling that certain kind of way, right? We, we can't place our emotional responsibility on someone else, but we can take responsibility for how we're feeling in the moment and say, hey, when this happened, I felt this way. When you said this, I felt unheard, unseen, undervalued. You're not saying, hey, you made me feel this way. Hey, when this happened, this is how I felt. And sometimes we can be making up a story in our head about as to why this person said this, did that, etc. And that person has no idea. They were just pointing out something or making a request without knowing how you feel about it. Other times, people will continue to exert more out of you, emotionally speaking, let's say a friendship that is only about them and has little to no focus on your emotional needs. But it's also your responsibility to say, hey, every time we hang out, I feel like there's no emotional room for me. And allow that conversation to happen. Now, if you set the boundary or if you're talking about a boundary with someone and it's not respected and it continues to happen, then there is 
the responsibility for you to put in some physical boundaries, right? That might mean setting time away from this person, saying, I can't see you as often, or hey, until we can have a relationship about that argument we had, we're not going to be able to hang out. It's not pushing things under the rug. It's saying, hey, I need this to be made clear and for us to move forward and have a healthy relationship, we need to talk about this. Brene Brown has a great quote. I know I quote her a lot, (laughs) but clear is kind. Unclear is unkind. So actually, if we think we're being kind by not saying what we think and feel, we're actually being really unkind to that person because we're holding on to that grudge, resentment, and almost expecting that person to continue to perpetuate that cycle. So when we think we're being kind by holding back, we're actually being really unkind. So I kind of challenge you to think about the last time you held something in. And now, again, friend, I'm not saying go and badger someone verbally, uh, become verbally abusive towards them. I'm saying taking ownership of how you felt and having an open conversation with that person. And that is how we create actual intimacy in a relationship and even in a partnership and a romantic relationship. And this is also how you protect that sexual boundary that I was talking about. When you are clear about your emotional, physical boundaries, when someone starts to invade on the sexual boundary that you may have, whether it's someone you're dating and or in a committed relationship, you can say, hey, can we talk about my needs and your needs and where this is, where we need to draw a line in the sand about what it means to keep me safe in this relationship, keep you safe in this relationship. And it also means that you can set a clear boundary for those that you're not engaging with sexually, right? There could be times where someone's getting too close, touching you in a part of your body that you don't feel comfortable and just saying, hey, I don't appreciate that. Can you take your hand off of me? Or whatever that comment might be. And some of you may be cringing as I say this, right? And because it feels potentially awkward, we're not um, necessarily taught to do this. Or maybe you were and you were you have these great boundaries in place and that's amazing. But if you weren't, it might feel awkward because we weren't taught to do it in this matter. And even removing yourself physically and not saying something is a great way of showing someone, hey, I have this physical boundary and um, I need to step away, right? Like without saying that, you're saying it by removing yourself from the situation. Again, friends, I am not saying that we are the ones who inflict certain physical or sexual abuse towards ourselves when there has been a perpetrator but I'm saying there are often clear warning signs in the beginning stages of any relationship that starts to show the other person's intentions and if we don't set the boundary at the beginning by the comment someone makes, the remark, the laugh, the smirk, and say, hey, what did you mean by that? Or I'm feeling this way when you blank. 
if we're not drawing those lines up front, then people are more likely to continue to push the boundary, right? Until you reach your limit. And sometimes, I know I'm getting into a different subject here when it comes to physical and sexual abuse, is those who have gotten away with pushing that boundary actually gravitate towards people who have very um, poor boundaries because that person is going to cave and continue to um, submit, so to speak, in an unbiblical way to, to the desire of that person and not talk back and continue to allow that person to have that inappropriate behavior. Um, again, I'm not in any way, shape, or form saying that we are solely responsible for that kind of behavior, but we are responsible for creating a boundary and stepping away from that when it is evidently clear, usually in the beginning of those kinds of relationships. So this brings me back to knowing the truth of who you are and knowing the truth of who God says you are, right? We have to believe like I'm worthy of building this boundary. It is actually saying I am worth keeping it up. I'm not saying keeping a huge wall barrier between you and someone else because then that doesn't allow for intimacy, right? There is this fine line actual reciprocal um, ability to have a conversation and the other person reciprocate that back. Now, if you're giving someone the opportunity to engage in this discussion and they are belligerent and abrasive towards you, that shows you that they're not respecting your boundary. Again, friend, this is just as a reminder to stay in the truth of who you are and who God says you are and from that place, it's a easy way to say yes to something, no to something. Can I fulfill this role, this responsibility, knowing that I'm not bending to the boundary that I have for myself when it comes to physical time, touch, emotion, etc. And can I step away if needed, right? There's so many questions that you can begin to ask yourself before you say a yes to something. Some things, of course, need some immediate attention and an immediate yes or no answer. But for the most part, most things don't need your immediate answer. Hey, are you free this weekend to blank? Take a minute, pause, and evaluate your boundary for that weekend or for that commitment. Is it within my emotional, physical, and time boundary that I have for myself? Am I allowing my true self to show up or am I showing up out of sheer obligation and holding on to resentment as I say yes? So friends, this is not easy work, but I do believe that you are capable of it and it takes a process, it takes a journey, and it and it takes messing up along the way, right? A couple episodes ago, episodes ago, I talked about um, the process of failing is actually a process of succeeding. You have to be able to attempt something different in order to get a different result. So if that means having a conversation that doesn't go that great, but it actually allowed you to practice the ability of saying no and or addressing 
a behavior, an issue that is meaningful to you, then you're stepping into what it means to set a boundary. So friends, this topic actually can go in so many different ways and can go on for many episodes. And hey, I might even make a series out of it, but I just wanted to open up the discussion on boundaries and what that means for you physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Like I said, mention the book I'm reading right now, and I am just so in awe of how even God shows us how to build boundaries within our life and how to be clear about who we are, who he says we are, and to take full responsibility for defining the things of that which we think, feel, plan, allow, don't allow, the likes and dislikes, uh, so that people know how to engage and interact with us. I hope you found this episode helpful. I am so excited to continue this journey with you. I can't wait to hear um, your thoughts, and we'll continue to talk. Amiga, hasta luego. Amiga, that's a wrap for today. I pray this episode has blessed you in some way, brought you some clarity, or inspired you to take your next step in faith and healing. If this podcast has blessed you in any way, I would love to hear about it. And the best way to thank me is by leaving me a review and a comment on Apple Podcasts. You can also screenshot this episode and post me and tag me at Amiga Arise. I would love to connect with you and be on this journey with you. You can also join my Facebook group and meet other women on the same journey. So until next time, I'll be praying with you, Amiga. Arise and shine daily. And may we pray, move, and grow together. God bless.